Good morning, Patriots. I guess it's good afternoon for some on the East Coast. It's no, Thursday, November 2nd in the year 2023. So we've got, um, obviously, a bit of off on schedule today. And that was, this was, Bended Knee is still at 6 a.m. daily, except today. And it's still on Podbean, which is all part of uh, just me getting back into the rhythm of things. We've had a really busy last six weeks. And so a lot of schedules, changes, shows going a little different pace. Of course, we had the massive disruption last week with Podbean, which have, we now solved. And we'll continue to uh, keep our main podcast here on Podbean. So it's we've been on Rumble, but the reason we're on Rumble is because we can't live stream. When we're doing actual live streams, that's where we will go. Because we can't live stream at this point on Podbean. So that's where these last few shows this week, like Monday, we had the long show, the kind of the pre-event uh, show, which we streamed on Rumble. And then last night we had the launch of Bards Nation website and the new social the community site. That was done on Rumble. Why? Because we can't live stream on Podbean. That's why. But otherwise, the main podcast is here on Podbean. And, of course, that's the live stream part of it. And then we'll push out to um, other places, meaning we'll, it all gets distributed through iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, all those different places for Podbean apps. There you go. It's pretty simple. Everything is kind of getting back to normal, more or less. I was going to parallel live stream, as I mentioned. I was looking at it at doing Rumble as a parallel live stream in replacement of Podbean, but since we seem to have solved the problem, then that's not gonna. I'm not gonna do that because these shows now I record just before the live, upload them into Podbean. What I don't do is stream them live into Podbean, and so I'm not gonna do a double show. So it's that just basically it. So anyway, we're good, and that's gonna try to keep things simplified. So just again, any sort of live stream, and we'll highlight it. If there's going to be a live stream, it will live stream into Rumble, and if there's going to be the live stream, if there's going to be a live stream podcast like this audio, it will be on, which is our daily shows. Those will remain on Podbean. So pretty simple, easy. And I don't do video. I, I do it on, you know, I'll do it, but I'm not a video guy. And I, I'm not a big fan of video podcasts because people spend up spending so much time watching people that a lot of times the message is, is missed. And when we do an event like last night, it's a little different because there's a lot of different reactions and that's fun, but on a main show, um, these shows will stay here. So hopefully we'll solve a few issues. Tomorrow, show schedules will be back as normal. And um, I'll keep those as normal as possible with a lot of events that are happening this month and a lot of things are happening this month. Before we get going, iTarget Pro, literally the best device you have out there to train your firearm inside the house. And again, we're in a very critical time. And we're in a time when you have to keep your skills up. There's a lot of threat coming. We don't know what exactly is going to happen. We know that there's a lot of shakeup happening around the world. Institutions of Babylon are collapsing. People are awakening. Those create personal conflicts, social and cultural conflicts that are real. iTarget Pro is a device that allows you to train your firearm in the safety of your home. Use a laser bullet. Use dry fire techniques to improve your sight alignment, your trigger pull, a variety of other things. It registers it using the, an app that you put on your phone. It also allows you to share those scores with other people. It also allows you to safely train firearm safety and all the good things about firearm handling in the safety of your home with your children or your wife, even your friends. 
Now, if you order iTarget Pro and use the BARDS code, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get free shipping and 10% off. It's super important. So it's great value, what a product everybody should have, really worth really worth having. And they it will improve everything about your firearm handling and safety and accuracy, which is exactly what you need. So again, itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S. That's your promo code. 10% off and free shipping. You can't go wrong. I want to begin this morning with John 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. Really, that's John 15, 1 and 2. I think it's really essential to be looking at that passage right now. We have a lot, so much going on and so many things that we're taking on in the world, in a chaotic world right now. And what tends to happen when we do that is we start to add a lot of vines, if you will. Suckers is what some people call them. They will start, just like with tomatoes, if you're growing tomatoes vert- vertically, you'll start to see these suckers come out. They start to drain down the healthiness of the main fruit. And that's a lot of what we're walking through, all of us right now. We're being inundated with information, inundated with burdensome things that cause chaos and disruption in the heart. And it gets very difficult to manage out. We Leaning into Scripture, and in particular right now, John 15, to try to get to your center point with God is so important. We have to get to that place where he is leading us and we're not leading him, or trying to anyway. And as we do that, then we're going to have the ability for him to give the fullness of what he has to offer. Continues, this is John 15, 3. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you, remain in me, and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. That takes us down to John 15, 5. And just for the record, that's the AMP version, which I tend to like a lot. That's Amplified Bible. There's just so much truth to this right now as we try to walk this path and try to understand truly what's going on. We're trying to understand the, the world that's in total up, upheaval and chaos. And it's essential that we get to a place of appreciating that in God all things are clear. Easily said, not always easily walked, but it definitely is the clarifier. It cuts off the things that are not necessary. At the core of almost everything we're dealing with right now is children. And that's reflective in how this war is unfolding in the Middle East and what the target is. It's the disregard for the, the, the children. It's the actual, it's an emphasis on almost destroying children because there is a genocide being ex- executed over there. And ultimately, all of that centers around the fact that literally everybody out there trying to kill each other right now doesn't even have Jesus in their heart. So for those that are racing to the side, I've said this many times, trying to take a side in the war, I would caution that very severely. Because there are atrocities being 
aligned and you cannot justify those atrocities when you're talking about killing children. It cannot be justified. And we're going to get into more of that after the prayer, but it's very interesting uh, watching people trying to justify the murder of children as a consequence of war. It's disturbing. I said interesting to observe. It's really disturbing at the heart of this. And it's a sickening issue that is happening. And we have to be able to step back and say, this is not of me, part of me. I want nothing to do with this. And again, that's where we have to work within our center point of God to let him truly be the vine dresser. It clarifies things. But when we're stepping in and we're just going to throw loyalty at something and say, I support that blindly, I support that because this, 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 and this is happening a lot in our churches right now, I, I stand with Israel. And it's like, okay, that's God didn't ask you to blindly stand with governments. There's no politics in, in this. And at the center of all things, we're trying to bring people to the love in Christ. But there's a lot of damage happening on a global level to children. And this is just the latest bit of horrors that's going on on that level. And unfortunately, with the convolution and chaos of conflict and people's emotions around trying to think that they're doing the right thing by standing with political bodies instead of standing in the foundation of God as the vine dresser, things are getting pretty messy. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's do a prayer. Father, we come to you today humbled and blessed and just thank you for all that you give. Thank you for as you lead us and guide us. And Father, we just ask today, we begin with a prayer for our children. There's just so many horrors that are going on across the globe right now. And it continues to be a war against the children, against the seed, against the root. And the enemy's doing all it can to take an ax to the root, to try to cut off and sever the relationship with children, which are most precious and innocent coming into the world, will be able to tie in and connect with you. So, Father, as we walk in this space and we are witnessing a world gone mad, we just pray truly for the reason and love to settle in on people's hearts to start seeing the children for what they are. And, and more than that, Father, we're, just, we're truly praying right now that there'll be an awakening in the hearts across the world to put the priority of the children, the little ones, and understand that we have the numbers and we have the numbers to outweigh these people, outmaneuver these people. We just need to get past a lot of our divisions. So much of this problem we have right now, Father, is that people are trying to take sides by religious institutions that themselves have been engineered to try to fight one another. And there's no sense in a warfare that's just simply to kill somebody over their ideologies. And we continue to see the flaming, fanning of flames, saying things like, mark my word, the Muslims will come after the Christians. We're asking for some reason and praying for reason here today, Father. To start understanding at the core of this, you have created all on this earth. And that you've given the love in the core of us all. There is a love somewhere in there for children and a respect for life. And we're really dealing with the spirit of life versus the spirit of death. We just pray right now that the spirit of death will be cast out and those chains broken. And the agreements that we've come into accepting the spirit of death will be cast aside and put at the feet of Jesus. 
Spirit of death has corrupted our churches when you start to throw stones and point fingers and justify murder in the name of Jesus. That is one of the biggest abominations I can possibly imagine. And so, Father, I just pray today that those churches that are speaking those sorts of words, those people that are spewing that sort of hate, that their hearts be opened up into the realities of the destruction that their words are bringing to the little ones. And they truly are part of a process that's encouraging and flaming up a war to destroy the innocence of this world. And so, Father, as we sit here today and, and just feel the pain of the thousands of children that have just recently been wiped out in this conflict between Israel and Hamas, we just ask that that pain settle into everybody's heart. That sorrow. Let that sorrow settle in. Let that sorrow become reality for those sitting in positions of influence or running their mouth trying to say that there's a justifiable war. Because most people that speak that language have never put their foot on the battlefield. They've never seen the horror of actual war. They sit in their tight little boxes safe from the realities of a real world. They don't have their neighborhoods being blown up. I don't care who, what side is, being, is doing this. And so they tend to want to take sides to rally a flag or a position. And they forget at the core of this, it's as Christ told us, no one gets to heaven without the heart of a child. A heart of a child does not seek to destroy life. A heart of a child does not seek to infuse and inculcate fear and hatred. Heart of a child seeks to love. So, Father, may we all be blessed with the heart of a child. And may the heart of the child sit deeply within us to start causing us to reflect and repent and come to our place of being humbled by what we really are and who we are. The heart of a child. Father, we've just lost our way. And in losing our way, it has become a painful world to witness as children continue to be cast into the arena for slaughter. Parents standing by, or worse, encouraging children to be mutilated in surgeries of gender. The continuing war against fertility with a massive expansion of turning husbands and wives sterile through surgery or continuing to allow abortion, the expansion of the abhorrent sin of pedophilia, which causes massive damage emotionally and spiritually for the, for the entire life of a child, and the public stays mum for the most part. We accept it. For those waging this support war for Israel, turning their blind eye to the fact that Israel becomes a kingdom where pedophiles can seek safe haven. Father, this is the horrors in which we currently live. And we all own that and bear that when we don't speak out against it. So let us have the heart of a child. Let us have the warrior heart of, of a man or woman of the, of the kingdom of God. And let us be bold enough to appreciate that our role here and humble enough and honest enough to putting our pride aside and our foolishness and our eagerness to somehow wage war in this world, which is all at the root of 
the infection that came from the garden. Once Satan ambushed Eve, the heart of man became corrupted for war. So let us take a moment to pause. Let us take a moment of humility and prayer and repentance to reflect on this current time, to realize that war at this core of what we're doing is about destroying spilling blood and blood of innocence as part of a greater sacrifice for the powers which these people seek. The blood of a child is worth much in the kingdom of darkness. So it's time, Father, that we stand and become real about what we're facing. It's time that we take a stand and push in and say enough is enough. It's time that we finally put the children as the most important thing that we're protecting and fighting for. Bless us, forgive us, guide us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Patriots, one thing that's very clear right now is that we are definitely in a time of upheaval, upheaval, and there will be a lot of systems that will be challenged. And one of those systems that you can guarantee that they're working on is food. And in the times of chaos and upheaval, food becomes a weapon system. Don't let yourself be caught short or flat-footed. My Patriot Supply is the largest emergency food supplier in the nation. They have the highest quality products. And their three-month emergency food kits are extremely well-built and designed to sustain you with 2,000 calories a day and very well thought out, planned, and good-tasting meals that give you a variety and maintain that mental and mental focus that you're going to need to stay nourished during a time of stress. So head on over to our website, which is preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of what they have there. The three-month emergency food kits are fantastic. And you should have them as part of every bit of your system and your kit for home. And that's part of a multi-tiered emergency system you should be putting together and should already have. So don't waste time. Head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Get a three-month emergency food kit for each member of your family. They'll last on the shelf for 25 years. You you will not be feeling that you wasted your money. It's an insurance policy for our time, and it's well worth all of it. You know, like they say, we don't always know if we're going to need it, but we better have it if we do need it, and you don't want to be caught short. So again, preparewithbards.com. I'm going to play a piece here for you, which kind of, I think, puts some things into some proper perspective of what we're dealing with. I mean, literally, Gaza has become a cemetery for children. And this comes from James Elder, a UNICEF representative. Take a listen. They pleaded for the killing of children to stop. Now, our gravest fears about the reported numbers of children killed going from dozens into hundreds into thousands have been realized in just a fortnight. The numbers are appalling. Reportedly now more than 3,450 children have been killed. Staggeringly, this number rises significantly every single day. Gaza has become a graveyard for children. It's a living hell for everyone else. And yet the threats to children go beyond bombs and mortars. The more than one million children of Gaza have a critical water crisis. Gaza's water production now, its capacity is at 5%, 5% of its daily output. So child deaths to dehydration, particularly infant deaths to dehydration, 
uh, a growing threat. And if there's no ceasefire and if there's no water, no medicine, no release of those abducted children, then we hurtle towards even greater horrors afflicting innocent children. There is absolutely no excuse for that. And this is why I just have so little tolerance for this conflict discussion that's going on right now. People trying to take sides and like, I'm going to support Israel. I'm going to support Hamas or whatever you're going to do. We have two soulless, godless groups fighting each other. These are people that are literally satanic at their core. And people want to rally behind the concept of Israel. I'm going to have Pastor Brad Cummings on early next week. And it's quite literally, Israel was never intended to be a country. This is the foolishness of this current day we're in. People literally looking at a landmass as a place to spread blood over. This whole thing began literally with the sinking of the Titanic. And that's when this whole episode of international banking and buying up the land that the Rothschilds did to set up Israel to then bring in the Schofield Bible that brings in the end of days concepts, which is, becomes the revelationist theories of the end of times. All of this was inoculated into the churches so that today people would literally use their religion in the name of Jesus to support war against one another. It's sickening. And at the core of this, what is it always? It's the children. Always the children. And it shouldn't take, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that, rocket scientists to figure out that literally where we are right now, we are literally in a place where they are trying to rip the future of this world from us and deny the idea that God can bring in the blessing of a new kingdom. So if you're on one of those sides that's like waving a flag of war against one or the other, whether you're a brainwashed liberal supporting Hamas, or whether you're a brainwashed puppet marshmallow out of the church just trying to wave the flag of Israel, the children are getting slaughtered. And woe to you that now takes a stand against God's children for anyone that does harm or encourages harm to the little ones deserves a millstone. So it's time to stop the nonsense. We're in a war to save God's children. People telling me that like, like trying to generalize. All the Muslims are coming at us. All the Muslims hate this. You don't know anything about what you just said. It's not just like saying that every Christian somehow lives a walk of Jesus. This is ridiculous. We are talking about a war that needs to be waged by coming to the greater understanding of what it is to walk with our King and Savior, Jesus. Get rid of the dead stone walls. Step out and talk the faith. Walk it. Bring it. Live the faith. And truly let God be the vine dresser in your life. I am the true vine. And my Father is a vine dresser. Let Father, be the vine dresser in your life. Just cut away this nonsense of this ideological corruption that's in your heart and your mind. And step in and be bold and be what Christ intended us to be. And what is that? 
No one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. That's at the core of all things. And when we embrace that and we walk in that, we start to understand the greater love of he that was trying to give us. We have to start understanding that our kingdom is knitted together with love, not hate. And if you somehow brainwashed yourself into thinking that God hates one religious group over another religious group, I think you need to go back to Genesis and understand where all things came from and who creates all things. Religion, ugh, it's horrible. Walking with Jesus, doing as Jesus did. Just read the red letter language and live that life and bring that into the world. Now, just to caveat that, someone's going to say, well, there's evil coming. Yeah, there is. There's satanic evil pouring into our borders. But our first step in destroying that is to steal Satan's army from him by introducing them to Christ, praying for them, leaning into them. At a certain point, we're told over and over in the Bible that there probably will be conflict and there may be bloodshed. But those are times when that is done, that is by God's hand. And if his hand becomes your hand, then that's when it is. But we're not sitting here intentionally in our corrupted hearts trying to wage war, nor does he want us to, to wage war against his children. That's Satan's greatest play. All right, patriots, hope you have a blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, 
But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 